won the grill. Huh? I said, I heard I won the grill. Oh, yeah.
the spirit of worship. I don't know about you, but I got a, I got a, I got an anxiousness in my spirit right now to worship God. To worship God. We got to open our mouth. We're going to turn this right up. We got to open our mouth. He's a way maker. He's a way maker. He made a way for you. You need to be open with your mouth right now. We need to create a new song. We need to just worship God. Hallelujah. Open your mouth. Worship God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
church. Nobody knows the address. Just walk with him. Walk with him. He'll take you to that place where you've been trying to get to. No matter what's can't get you there. But God can. Uh, thank you. Thank you for being my God. Thank you for being my friend. Thank you for being my keeper. Thank you for trusting me. Thank you for loving me. Thank you for keeping me. Oh God, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Who is he to you? Right now, for that breakthrough you've been trusting and believing God for. 
worship is what we're called to do. Worship is what we will do when we get with Him. But worship is necessary in this hour. Necessary. Yeah, so I don't know how that necessary. really works with the box. Uh, he's made a way out of no way. It's a frequency in that He's rescued me. We didn't even know I needed rescue. We did not. Oh, I am so honored oh, my God. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Because I think we do all the truth to be told, it was, it was all the next us. moment in the next session, session, second is not promised. I married a young man on Friday, 25 years old, and he just went out, but he never made it back in. Somebody say, what God? What God? And I thought, why, why? And the question's always why. But that day, on Friday, I get it. Not only was he a donor with the organ parts, and several people, several people are going to be able to live because of him. Oh, y'all, y'all, you hear me? I know. Let me go sit in. Let me sit in. And then seven people gave their life to the Lord because of his life. God, I what God is doing right now. So we need to be in position. Position to honor God. Let me share with you. There is no time for playing church. There's no time left for playing church. We must be who God said we are. We must do what God said we can do. And worship and the word is the direct part of what God wants the people of God doing. Somebody shout hallelujah. This is so important. This is so important because I'm singing at that song they said he's rescued me. We don't understand and even know. Let me share with you again. My mother is 86 years old, 87. And my mother had a house fire last night. What? Electrical fire in her kitchen. And she slept right through it. She didn't even know she had a mother. So I'm sharing with you. But my mother is worshiping the Lord this morning. Because, hallelujah. Thank God my sister spent the night there. She just had a, a fire person there checking the fire detectors from, from the electrical company. Peak loading, they service the seniors and things like that. And uh, but the, the, the fire alarms was just beeping very lightly. They didn't make the real noise that they should. But he's a way maker. Yeah, he is. Because she slept right through it. Because she was at peace. But this morning she's okay. You don't know. You don't know. You have no idea what's next. That's right. I'm here, God. Let me share this with you, church. We got a reason, and I'm the only person in the house that have a reason to worship God. I know you thought it was your alarm clock, but it was God that woke you this morning. 
I knew it. I said it to y'all a couple years ago. You won't find me where I used to be. Uh, I've also discovered I won't be who I used to be. Okay. You know and I tell people, I said, tell him, let, it, let that guy go. He's gone. Because he's doing a new thing. It's a new hour. Oh, I want to be where God is. And he's not where I was. Because he's always moving. Uh, I can encourage you, young man. I can share with you. You've been on my heart. Because God wants to take you great places, but you have to trust him in a whole nother level. And it's exciting to be able to know a young man. I'm seeing many a young man who can worship the Lord but more than that. Accept and get ready for the destiny that he has on your life. I wish I would have somebody tell me that at 17 or 18. I might not go on from some of the hell I had to experience. Uh, but I gotta tell you, every, I got, everybody did make it out. And I thank God his hand was on me. I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't. I encourage you. No. For some reason, it was definitely I encourage you. This is a lot. I don't let know. Me, let, me, let me tell you how to schedule a day to come in. Is it the building? So okay, repent. And let's move on. We have not missed God. I say it again. We have not missed God. Yeah, but that's a different roof. We can't do what he says. He's doing some new things. We need people. I don't know. We're going to welcome what God is doing. Stop using it because I'm on the side of God. And I've been talking to y'all about the glory of this week. Today's going to be my last part of that series of on glory. But the glory of God is recognized by you and I. That glory has to come through too often. You know, we know that God gives glory, but I need you to understand something. God is glorified by what you do. And then the watch. The watch left is working in your hands. Let me go a step further. His last will and testament. I might have put it back in here on the charger. He identified you in it. And he said, Let me remind you, sir. He said, Greater works which you do. And I thought, man, how is that possible? When we start to trust God and walk with God, and I want to encourage the worship team, just open your mouths. Forget what people who's in the audience, forget what's going on. Y'all gonna just get, I'm telling you right now, and here goes somebody that don't say, I'm telling you that I heard from the Lord, he's just get free. Let, let everything else go. Open your mouth you got a beautiful voice. And God just want to get, he just want to be out of here for you as you open your mouths. Amen. Amen. We got you see people, and you know, you like, you know, stay in trouble. You know things, they, they, they didn't try everything else. 
In fact, the only way out. In fact, because the Bible describes it, he said, I provided a way of escape. Man, I've been in some places. It's got hot in the world. Am I going to get out of here? And yet God delivered me out. Deliver me out. God, what am I going to say? What am I going to do? And then there it goes. Everything I need to say, He gives me. I can't take credit for it. And it's like just trusting God. I know somebody's looking at me over there and think, man, he didn't have too much coffee. Something. Because he, he, got, a, he got some kind of urgency on him or something. That's all right. No. I, I just wanted to be in time to, to follow the leading of the Lord, what he was saying in my spirit, what he was doing. And that's, I don't know about you, but I do not want to miss God. Amen. I am not interested in if I'm going to get a second chance. I love the number two. But when it comes to listening to the voice of God, I want to I respond. Remember, many are called, a few are chosen. I want to stay with the chosen. Which means I want to respond. I heard him in the song. He said something about that. that it, what's the response? And there was a response that comes out of us. So I'm going to encourage you today. God gives us glory, and you know, as you get to your Bible, turn to John chapter 17, and uh, this, this chapter is full, full, uh, in fact, like every two verses, there's a message, you know, we have gone from the transfer of God's glory, and his transfer of glory to us, we glorify him, as the Father glorified him, we glorify Jesus, and Jesus glorifies the Father, through us, he said, for them that you gave him, I have kept. And then he said, oh, don't take them out of the world. God, I'm just asking you to keep them and protect them while they're in it. So his expectation, by the way, so I'm going to help somebody here too. But listen, we need God's glory on our life. And it is not the way till we get to heaven. Can I say that again? He's not waiting. He doesn't want to get glory that is glorified in heaven. But we don't need to wait to then because he wants it now. Through our actions. Through what we do. Through what we say. If you believe. And he says he wants to, he wants to transfer that glory. And you know, uh, this was a this transfer of Figuration been going on, and God praying here is where we see him. And uh, Peter sees this thing going on, and he knows it was a great thing, and he wants to make a tent. Oh, that's, that's what the church has always done. We get a revelation from God, and then the next thing you know, we want to park there, turn the car off, and we have not reached the destination. So there is no need of parking. On a revelation. It's just a part of the plan. Somebody shout hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm going to encourage you. Here it is. So John chapter 17. I'm going to start again. From the beginning. As I've been reading that. But today key verses of 11 and 12. And then. The, the, on the second set. I'm going to conclude.
blue. We're going we're gonna to go down, and we're going to even take it uh, a little further to 13 through 17. Okay? So we'll get there, but I'm going to read to 11 and 12 right now. This is for, let's go here first. John chapter 17, verse 1. Father, the time has come. Somebody said the time has come. One thing I know, when the greatest thing that can happen is when an idea, time has come. And it must go forth. In fact, it can't be stopped when it's of God. When a time has come, that means he has reached a particular point in which he has done what he was supposed to do. And then now it will cause a reaction or an action to take place. So the time has come. Oh, come on. I don't know about you, but something going on in my life, my spirit, that the time has come. And if I'm going to take advantage of what God has given and do what God has said, then I need to respond within the time that he's given me. Hello, somebody. The time has come. He says that the time has come. Glorify your son, that your son may glorify you. For you granted him authority over all people, that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him. So he came with a purpose to give eternal life. And he said, for those that you have given him, which would be those that have received him and responded to him. Amen? But he came for the whole world. Y'all can't exclude them. He came for everybody. But he's only going to get those that accepted and received him and those that will be the ones who can. Alright? I'll, I'll show you this in the word. Right? He, said, he said, now, he said, and he said, for you have granted him authority over all people that he might give eternal life to all those you have given him. Verse 3. Now the eternal life that they may know you. Somebody say, know you. That the only true God and, and Jesus Christ. And it's not like we got to prove this, but because we live in a world with a whole bunch of gods, it's the only one true God. In fact, it can't be a whole bunch of gods that these were created. Only one could have done this. Okay, so he said the only true God. So when you get to know him, you'll know that. And he said, know the true God in Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have brought you glory on earth by completing the works. You remember the time had come. He completed the work that you gave me to do. And now, Father, Glorify me. Oh, I like that word too, now. Now, faith is the substance of things hopeful and not seen. And actually, could be a glory to God. Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. And so he's actually going back to serve a re God. He's going back to experience glory that he already had. But when he left heaven, and had to come into the earth. He had to leave the glory in heaven. And so he didn't come as a glorified child. He came as one just like you and me. And he had to play the hand that he was dealt. He had to grow up in the neighborhood in which he would he was born. 
He had to be raised in by the family that was given to him. Or that'll help somebody to keep on something else. Or something somebody else got. But if you'll have the one you got and work that, hallelujah. Glory to God. He said, uh, in verse 6, I have revealed, I have revealed you to those whom you gave me out of the world. They were yours, and you gave them to me, and they obeyed your word. And now they know that everything you had given me comes from you. For I gave them the word you gave me, and they accepted them. They knew with certainty and not praying. He said, he said they knew uh, with certainty that I had came from you, and they believed that you sent me. And I pray for them, as I am not praying for the world. I am not praying for the world now, but for those you have given me. That is the transfer that I talked about last week. So there was a transfer of his glory onto the people of God that received him. And so that's the group of people that he particularly prayed for, that his glory would be with them to protect and to keep them. He didn't say harm or danger wouldn't happen. What he said is that I prayed to protect them. That you would keep them. Now, if you're here by the sound of my voice, you're still here in the world. And it's then that I want you to know that it's by the covering of God. And so that's where we're going. We're talking about the covering of God's glory. It started with the transfer. Amen? And so here, uh, it goes on, verse 9, and he says, I prayed for them, and I'm not praying for them, but for those you have given me, for they are yours. Verse 10. All I have is yours, and all you have is mine, and glory has come to me from them. What? Glory has come to me through them. Who are the them? Thank you. That's how the glory, so he's saying that they were starting to accomplish that, right? And he said, and he said they came through them. Verse 11. I will remain in this world no longer. Only the ones that show. But they are still in the world. And I am coming to you, Holy Father. Protect them by the power of your name. The name gives you gave me so that they may be one as we are one. This is the covering of God's glory. We're going to talk about that today, and we're going to end, glory to God, with the distinction of God's glory. But knowing this, the covering of God's glory, he said, by the name. What name is he talking this about? Is your He's I talking about the mind. name of Jesus. Oh, we can read all through what... the Bible where the, the, the name of Jesus has power. And the power that is in the name of Jesus, glory to God, has the ability to set people free. It has the ability to heal people. In the name of Jesus, we can declare and stand on the word of God. In the name of Jesus, I can believe for divine healing. In the name of Jesus, I can walk with authority. I don't care what anybody else says when you know what Jesus said. Hello? 
Some of y'all start lifting up your heads. I'm not telling nobody not to follow the rules and the law, but when you know who you are, you'll work through them. Yeah. And you'll get to where you need to go. Yeah. It doesn't mean trials and tribulation won't come, but he said, be of good cheer. For I have overcome the world on your behalf. Who overcame the world? Jesus. Death, oh, where is your sting? Because I've overcome that too. I came to bring eternal life. Yes, the physical, they'll leave this place physically. But their spirit will reside with me always. In fact, I'll receive it back to where it began. Because he said he knew me before I was in my mother's womb. So if he knew me then, I want him to know me now. Somebody shout Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, there's some people that, I, I, by the way, I went to, so here at this funeral on Friday. What an awesome opportunity God gave me. Because to be able to preach this funeral, and uh, the, the young lady uh, said, you know, I, when I went to visit her and give her my condolence, she said, it all began. So Lord, I just told you to think that you back to where you No. She said it began with you. Right. You so laid the foundation for us. And there's some people that now have gone on, but they went on to do great things because you obeyed God and laid yes, the foundation. She said, I couldn't think of anybody better to do this funeral. And she said, But not only that, you baptized at ten. Mine has graduated one or two years. And now you're sitting home at 25. And uh, I don't think anybody else can do that. I thought, what is the opportunity of beginning his new life with me? And then his life is over, but to be able to sit him on a completion along with the Father. And I thought, what an opportunity. More than that, the people, the lives. And then I was like, over you, because I saw so many people. So there were kids that were running around in kids, running around in church, and playing with him. And the kids in my kids, but now I'm looking at them. I didn't know who they were, but I could see the resemblance. They had grown up. They had grown up. And I'm so much able to know who they were. And all of them knew exactly who I was. I thought, my God. I said, but so I guess my facial features didn't change that much. I said, my hair is just completely gray. It used to be salt and pepper. It's right? But the pepper is gone now. It is white pepper. Get over it. <laughs> <laughs> God, it was just, and I, I just thought, God, I need to make sure you want more Because I didn't even understand yeah. why I'm coming back here. What's the difference? It's more. So it's death. It's death. It's more meaningful. And it was. It was for me. As I believe it was for him and for his mother. So I want to keep thinking about this covering of God's glory. And so we see here in verse 12, and I said in verse 12, um, we talk about while I was with them, I protected them. And kept them safe by the name you gave me. And none has been lost except the one that was doomed to destruction so that the scriptures would be fulfilled. 
And we know that that was Judas who fulfilled the scripture and followed through on what he, the scripture said he was to do. Which also tells me, as many of y'all never saw this part of it, he fulfilled the scriptures, but there was an opportunity for him to change. There was an opportunity for him to repent. But instead, he went on with what he knew, and he fulfilled his purpose. See, I'm, I'm going to help somebody, because some of y'all said, well, he had to fulfill the scriptures, and he would have been destined. Well, I think somebody would have done it, and somebody would fulfill the scriptures. By the way, so when we talk about predestination, so this predestination, it only works if you follow God. You're not getting something just because your name is your name. Okay. If you ain't walking and doing what he's told you to do. So that's what I'm saying to the church. I'm not interested in playing church. I'm not interested in you doing what looks like church and what sounds like. I'm interested in your life. So and, and so the young people, all four young people. Yeah, again, and how did the reason they got saved is because I told them, I'm not the judge. We're not judging your life. I said, and it's like the speaking to us and hold it. Y'all said, well, how? Yeah, oh no, I know he wasn't doing everything right. But that's not for me to judge. Amen. What I'm judging is that he knew Christ. And uh, he had to develop his walk with him. And however that looked, it might be looking a little crooked to you. But, uh, and he wanted to make everybody happy. And he, and he shared it with everybody. So, you know, and like so many other people in our world, try to medicate your pain instead of letting God heal you and let the hand of God bless you. I'm talking to somebody. So, the covering of God's glory. I'm no longer going to be in this world and yet themselves are in the world. I am coming to you, Holy Father, and to, to keep them in your name, the name which you gave me and given me, so that they may be one, just as we are. While I was with them, I kept them in your name, which you given me, and I guarded them, and not one of them perished, except the son of destruction. There are three important teachings that I want to bring to you out of this, these two verses. Jesus' high priestly prayer. So this is the prayer. I told you before, John chapter 17 is Jesus' prayer. Many of y'all say the Lord's Prayer. My Father, thy holy name and kingdom come and all of that. That's not the Lord's Prayer. This is the Lord's Prayer. This is the one place we see Jesus praying. And so out of that, the hiding, the, 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 his prayer, the priest's hiding, high priestly prayer. First, the Father has given his name to Jesus. So twice Jesus refers to your name is the name which you had given me. And so, if, and it makes sense when he said, if you know me, then you know the Father. So it is imperative that we know who Jesus is. So in order for me to get an understanding of who God is, and even to get an understanding of who I am. 
Or that ought to help somebody. As you're struggling to try to figure out your identity and who you are, it's in Christ. Because he said, I knew you before you were in my mother's womb. And then if all people, humans, came out of him, then he has to know. And he says, he says, listen. He says, so the name in which you have given me has kept it. Secondly, Jesus kept us in the name during his time on earth. He is likening this to garden. And third, so you think this garden is Jesus' prayer that the Father will continue to keep us in his name after Jesus has departed to earth. So in other words, the Bible tells me that Jesus is at the right hand of the Father. And here's what I'd like to know. He ain't just sitting there. He's praying for you and I. What's his prayer? Is that we would succeed and accomplish what it is he called and left us to do. Now, I discovered something I was driving this morning and I was thinking, you know, most people are uh, scared and afraid and have not figured out what God's called them to do because they were looking for it to be uh, where he just at a, a roadmap gave you a piece of paper with a direction on it and you knew exactly where to go. But when I read the Bible, every great leader had to take a walk they were walking to a place they didn't know the address to. They didn't know how many miles away it would be. They could not put it in to the GPS and get a location and say, it's going to be right here. Can't do it. But when you walk with God, oh, let me help you too. Uh, you know, uh, this uh, uh, sad, but, you know, uh, I'm sorry, you know, the old folks, they made up a song that, you know, you go ahead and take a step and God will take two. Well, that's not true. Not true at all. Because according to the scripture is that if you'll take a step, you'll take one with you. So in other words, he'll walk with you. In fact, he's expecting you to keep step with him. But if he took two steps, every time you took one, at some point he would not pace you and you would not even be in sight. So y'all gotta understand why that's not true. Okay? Because he said, I'll never leave you for forsake. So that definitely can't be true. Because he'd be out of sight. After a certain distance. Then she laid it. <laughs> so, but I want to tell you that take a walk with me. And so I want to encourage some people as you walk with God. You will start to discover who you are and where you're coming. Then she fell on her. So the journey is a, a continuum with God to get to a place, but also not just get to a place. But if they get to a place for his purpose, it's always about purpose. And it's always about the people. And the great leaders. I love it. David was a great leader. Forty years battling. That's what we're not your best. You would think that after a while people would just leave alone. Don't know who had battles all the time. So he never lost a battle. Yeah, people kept, so it's just like they, they, they never stopped. This is disgusting. They'll continue. But I want to encourage you when you walk like David walk, you'll just keep fighting. And when he comes, but when you take the time of peace, you worship God. What? All, they got, listen, worship. He was a worship. He was a worship. This guy's slaying 10,000 people, and then he's up on the hill. God, I love you. As you love me, how do you wrap your arms and 
Because he was a true worshiper. He loved God. Dropped to his knees. Got it right. No, no, let me hear you. Show you. He should have died when he sinned with Bathsheba. He should have died according to the law. Thank God the law wasn't in play. God, God allowed the law to be held up on David's behalf. And David fell to his knees and he repented. This is the covering of God's glory in his life. Because David repents and acknowledges Jesus as Lord. And he acknowledges who he is and what he's yeah. called to do. And let me share with you too, so y'all can stop breathing. He lost that son because every sin has a consequence. Stop talking about what you lost, what you used to have, and what didn't. Because if you don't have it anymore, there's a reason why. The question is even if it isn't necessary to get to where you got going. Some of it might be dead weight, baggage. Oh yeah, that's one of my favorite messages. Get rid of the baggage. We, that's the problem with us. We want to carry stuff in places that don't fit no more. But cook it first and then sauce it midway, right? Okay. You can't move into a tiny house with all the stuff you used to have. In addition, right? What you gonna season? It don't fit. All right, season. You learn that I was going to do it last night. They were trying tired. to bring some stuff. He said to them, this just don't okay, fit. Right. And he's got the gun. As soon as I got up, it was like 6 o'clock. If I was just a room, I couldn't go back to sleep. And she got enough sense to follow God. She heard him with that. Gave that stuff. No, I, bless me. I, I, I um, stayed home one day. That's good. So it's still, it, it, it moved to the place that was necessary. Saturday, I don't know. That's a good day. Yeah. Blessing some people. Did you, you even know you was going to bless? Yeah, it felt good. But you had to get to a point. This is, so, remember, he gets glory yeah. from us. Right. So, can, so again, it's your response put the right to the, the word. Right mm -hmm. How do you respond? So listen. Listen. What you want to eat? He said, there Jesus prays to follow him continue to in the name of Jesus as he departed on earth. So they was good. They don't feel like the disciples. They missed it for a moment. See, I don't have the time. Right. I don't, and I don't have the one where it's like separate from the body. Just think about that before I go. I know I, I left for a moment, but I had to go down and come back before I go all the way up. And he said, he said to them, listen, y'all have gone back to doing what you used to know. Let me share with you. Do not go back to where you used to be. It don't, and it won't work. In fact, you'll go down faster than it took you to get there the first time. I can tell you that now. Don't, 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 don't do it. Don't go back. So he remember they went fishing. And he said to them, y'all must have forgot what I was saying and what I covered you with and what I'm calling you to do. So they went back to what they knew. And then he had to show up one more time. And then I love this because the Bible tells us that he's standing on the shore. They're out trying to catch fish. And he on the shoreline cooking fish. He already got what they need. Oh, let me say that again. He already has what they need. He got the fish on the fire. On the coals. And it's burning. It's, he, 
They smell and good. And uh, he says that they, he hollers out to them, "What you doing?" Get a metal string. Like he don't know, right? What you doing? And they said, "We fishing." And he said, "Yeah." And they said, "Yeah, but we've been out here all night." He said, "No, I have." And they said, "We have caught nothing." He said, "Well, then pick up your nets and throw them out on the left side." Or the opposite. Let me say that again. The opposite of what you knew to do because you already knew how to fish. The opposite of what you thought was right. He told you to do it on the left. Throws it over on the, on the left. And by the way, they were slightly obedient. So they were slightly obedient. He said, Nets. 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 They only threw one of them. Is it convection? Because remember, they were fishing and they knew better. They were fishing. And they threw it over. And y'all know the story. They had a net break. Net busting. Catch. More than they could even handle. And Peter looks and sees. You can still come in. The grease is still drifting. I, I thought he was gone, but it looks like Jesus too. And here's what comes here's the revelation I got out of this. Peter, now in church, strips neck. Y'all say, well, what's the purpose of that? He had to take everything off of who he used to be before he, he's going to approach the, the Lord this time naked and unashamed. Carrying no baggage, not covering up nothing, just being free to be him. You said, well, my God, this is in the scriptures. And I said, yeah, I believe that he went there with nothing of who he used to be. Because now, right after this, Peter becomes one of the greatest apostles all times. And because he opens up his mouth this time, telling them about Jesus. He has the first uh, uh, mega church that ever happened. People get delivered and saved at that thousands, three thousand by the night in one day. And he says, listen, listen, listen. So, the old him, you know, to talk about there's power in the name of Jesus. And I was I was thinking about today, I was listening to that song, the, the power uh, and the chains of breaking. And I was listening to that, chains of falling. But he said, the power in the name of Jesus. How can the name be so powerful? John tells us that we have life in the name. Peter says we have forgiveness in the name. Uh, uh, glory to God. Paul talks about there's healing in the name. And he said, even this, by this same name, demons are cast out. Now, it's important. The name has power. But you only have the ability to use the name if you know him. So I want to help you know, there's a lot of people got some stuff. They look like, but don't have no power. So I want you to be clear here. 
Then I'm not talking looked apart. Oh, so no, don't understand. So I want to tell you like me. So I won't talk. I won't talk about my wife when it didn't be kind of Every time I'm, I'm, I'm going to do something, if I'm going to look the park, if I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to buy good sneakers. I'm going to get the sweatsuit on. Right? I'm going to have all the stuff. Right? And look the park. And then don't do the work. <laughs> That's been my story. Right? You know what? And I already know no pain, no gain. And so, but I don't want to go do the pain. So I, I have all the good intentions to do it right. I, I bought a bicycle. Yep, I bought a bicycle again. This is probably about the third bike I bought. I, I got a bike again. And uh, it's down in about two months. And I, I rode it I rode it once down the street. And then I got, but I, I wore my sweatshirt. Got the other sweatsuits and the rubber suit, I'm gonna sweat in it. Oh, yeah. Then I, I, I went, I bought the rowing machine. Oh, I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. And it's all still sitting there. So, it's just, it's there. So, I have the ability to do what I need to do, and I have the equipment to do it. I just have to know. Sound like some of you. With the word God. We got the equipment. You got what it takes. All you gotta do is open your mouth. Trust God. My God. So I told you I was just talking about me, but I did, I did slide a little bit over on you. There's power, power in the name of Jesus. Paul Paul proclaims that at the sound of the name, every knee will bow. And on earth. Glory to God. And he said, this is that uh, he said in Acts, he thought it meant to get glory in his name. And so I wanted to share that. And then I went quickly and I want to finish up. So because I'm not gonna be able to come back next week is Mother's Day. Uh, we're gonna celebrate all the mothers. Uh, and so I wanted to get my glory series completed. And so we just talked about the transfer of glory. We went into the covering of glory. And I want to finish with distinction of glory, right? So here, in John, uh, we got the verse 12, but in 13 and through 17, he says, but now I am coming to you, and these things I speak in the world so that they may have my joy. Somebody say my joy. My joy. They may be made full in themselves. <laughs> I have given them your word, and the world has hated them, because they are not of the world. Just as I am not of the world, and I am, I am not asking that you take them out of the world, but keep them away from the evil one. Yeah. In other words, protect them. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in thy truth. The word sanctify means set apart. Set them apart from the other people. It doesn't mean you won't have a relationship with you, but it'll be clear that there's something different about you. If I can't tell the difference from you and everybody else and uh, everything else is going on, well, let me help you here. Something's wrong. Because, y'all remember there was a, the, uh, there was that show and it was imitated and it was, he said, with the real you. 
please stand up. You know, so there'd be three guys up there, three girls, whatever, perpetuating uh, uh, to be somebody else that they got, and they would have to ask Sorry. you a question. When he's finished preaching, remind me to give him this. He's losing his voice. I'm going to put it on this right there. Can you put it on this right there? who your haters are. I, I look at his See, no, I got one that loves me. I don't think about who hates me. Because I'm glad the one that loves me means more to me than anything else. And because of that, now I can walk. I want to help y'all here. How can this guy survive? Thinking, why would they tell me that? 
in his faith. He going to do it. He going to do what we afraid to do, but we and we want to do, but we not going to do it. And then, so we gonna hate on him because he doing it. I'm trying to help somebody here. Y'all trying to figure out why you got haters. But this is the distinction. So if you've been glory's been transferred to you, you've been covered in glory. You need to now understand what it's distinguishing you from. I'm trying to teach y'all something, taking us on the journey. So. Remember, it's been transferred. It came from God the Father to the Son, and the Son to the to you. But now He wants you to. So, but in order for the glory to be fulfilled, how many know it's got to get back to where it came from? Effective communication is in you doing all the talking. It's you transmit. The receiver receives what you transmit, and then transmits back to you. Then there's been effective communication. See, and I had to learn that. <laughs> I'll leave that right there. I had to learn that. I, but he says, listen. He said, and the world hated Jesus, and they will hate us. If we truly live for Jesus and bear his name, bring him glory, the world will react to us as it did to him. Jesus being brings my being by the prayer that the joy he knows as the son of the father in spite of the spirit may be ours. And so in spite of the trouble that we face in the world, when I know who I am and I know whose I am, I can rely on that joy, that peace to be okay when things are not alright. Amen. I'm trying to help somebody because I, there's so many of us and if a trouble has come into our world and it has wiped out everything you do, you stop dead in your tracks. That's right. And it was designed to do that. To stop you. Purpose wife, that's the only reason it came, is to stop you. Because you've been called for the purpose. You've been called for the plan. There's a destiny on your life. So if I can stop you, it's the enemy. And by the way, if nobody ain't figured out by now, you have an adversary that's against you. And you know you will always be against you. So does anybody know why? This is the Bible. He said, by the way, the first sin did not happen on earth. It happened in heaven. He sinned against God. And then he told me, he said, I want to be like the most high God. The very thing he said. And then, because he wasn't God, and he didn't connect with God in the Spirit, understand just being a son and inheriting and being one, he done enough. So he wanted to be God. He got booted out of heaven. And the Bible says he hit the earth like light. So now he became a prince of this world. And what did God do? He said, I'm going to go and prove how powerful my word is. This, this is a, I'm going to prove how powerful my word is. I'm going to create man in my image and place him to govern the world on my behalf. Ooh. And I said, man, and here we are. And we missed it the first time. But Jesus, they didn't leave us out there. God said he was there in the beginning. And he came back 
did this thing over again. So that's how we got bored again to do this thing again, again, and again. Amen. And some of us had to do again, again, plus again, again. He said, uh, however, the prayer are quickly turning to reality. Opposition to the world, to the things of God. We are living now in a post-Christian world. We're wondering why. The South is still holding on a little bit. So down south, we can find the churches are still full. In the North, though, it's still plaguing. struggling to get out. You know, you ask them about being in churches and in places. Well, you know, this is what it should be. So, you know, I, would, I do believe, you know, so, uh, and, and I, I get it, what I'm saying. And then the truth of the matter is, so many, and I've been taking a part of that team, so many of our, our great leaders have, instead of leading people to Christ, they've led them to themselves. And they failed them. And there's so many they seem hurt, and they hurt, and people hurt, and uh, you know, just, and they're like, well, what's the difference? Uh, I said, God, I don't want to hurt nobody. And I'm going find out, you know, right now, it's in a place, I don't have any blood on my hand, I don't want it. That means I don't want to hurt nobody, and I don't want to damage anybody. So if I can't help you, I won't hurt you. I won't say anything. I don't have time my energy in doing something to make you destructive in your life. The only way I'm going to bring glory, why do I have to? how I know that. Jesus came to what? Save the world. Those that were sick, they healed. They sacrificed, set apart, right? But Jesus came and brought good news. When he was in trouble, he brought something good. Let me show you a way out. Come on and follow me. Let me show you the way out. But you have to follow me. See? And so there's a point in your life that until you become a son or a daughter, you just got to follow him. But when you become a son or a daughter, you can walk with him. So this is where this is going because it's glory. When you understand all of these facets of the glory of God, when you start to walk in it, then you walk in with God according to the plan that he has for your life. I, I like to be able to tell you, oh, this isn't something I can I made up, but I'm friends with God today. I'm comfortable with God today. God talks to me in ways that I don't know if you can handle it. But he, he talks to me a little bit because I has, I'm a friend with him. That doesn't, by the way, Problem with people becoming friends with something, they don't know how to continue to reverence and honor it, and they become too common. But I'm going to be clear I'm friends with God, but I am not common with God. <laughs> Let me say that again I am friends with God, but I am not common with God. I am not on His level. You know, I would have a meeting. This pastor, and I, by the way, I'm human, and there was a person that I didn't like. Well, tell the truth. I showed him honor, I showed him respect, I showed him love, but I didn't like a lot of people. 
I don't care for the homework. And he would always say to me over when we meet, he'd have to go to the meeting because I had to be while I was there in the building. And so he would say to me, Oh, you know, it's just like us. I was thinking, I am nothing like you. Stop using that. Stop. There is nothing about me that is in common with you. You just have to be, a, you have a title. Uh, that's similar to the one I have. But uh, I don't believe you even walk in that property. So me and you have nothing. And you would always say, you know, like how we understand. We know. You know, like, I mean, it would hurt me. Hurt me sitting at the table. I'm sitting there. <laughs> I think at the bottom, he knew it. I think after a while he knew it, so then he would, he would do it on purpose. And I said, hey, me and him have nothing in common. You know, and he keeps on keep so making me like him. And I'm like, oh, man. Thank you, God. He said, so the prayer quickly turned. This is, he said, and we must know the reason the world hated, hates us is because they are, not a, they are not one of them or one of us. And they are, and they are, and are not of the world. This indicates life lived according to the set of other worldly kingdom values. It can refer to an unwillingness to participate in celebrating a sin or sanctioning um, sanctioning the the lies through our acquaintances. And so it can also point out uh, to our passion to share the good news to the coming of the kingdom of God and in the world. The and, and by the implications of its message, especially, you know, uh, for a while, you know, if I share that uh, I'm a pastor, um, right away people would take a certain um, view or determination. So for a long time, I, I am a pastor, and I'm, I'll always be, right? But I would share, you know, I'm a headmaster, I'm a chancellor. And then, but this is why I said I'm a Christian school. And then, they were to get the thinking. This is what look like. Uh-huh. Um, that's a great I like that about God because I don't look the part. Uh-huh. Right? I don't, but I don't know what that's true or not. It's supposed because what it's supposed to be you can't see. Oh y'all hear that? What it's supposed to be you can't see. It's in your heart. Right? So uh, anyway, but what it's worth. Uh, it says, it also can point to the passion to share the good news of the coming of the kingdom of God in the world, in a world offended by the implications of the message, especially it's called to repentance and affirmation. You know, the word of God has been taken out of the school because they said it's offended people. Yet, it helps so many of The country was founded upon it. You know, here we got a, you know, it really bothers me to be in a country that the court system has a Bible and tells the people swear on the Bible. Then it has a dollar bill that says, in God we trust. You really trust in the God that we know. The stuff y'all do for a dollar bill, you kill people over a dollar. You trample people up. You set people up over a dollar. Jesus Christ. You say you want change, and then you change nothing. You just get some some momentum of things going, but the real truth is you really don't want to change them. And by the way, let me share something with y'all. It says deal with our world. It's the only thing that will change the 
If I can detect a missile before it's launched, hello. Talk to y'all over here. Hello. If I can detect a missile before it's launched, do you think I don't know that all the drugs that are coming in this country? Hello. Hello. Do you think I don't know about all the other things that's going on? I do, but I want them to continue on because they're about money. You saying it? You talking it? That's right. So my question is, if God came for the people, and if we are his people, and he prayed for them, and he kept us in it, then we have an obligation to try to be who he is the way that Lord. We say that once again. That there must be an obligation that if he's still working, 
to the south, but he's working through us. And as he has won us, then I'm going to share with y'all the reason I'm going to go there. Watch this. Let me read a little further, right? and then I'm done. But I want to read a little further. Can y'all get this? He said this. So I got down to 17, right? So watch verse 18. As you sent me into the world, I have sent them into the world. Right? But them I sanctified myself, that they too may be truly sanctified. Verse 20. My prayer is not for them alone, but I pray also, somebody say also, for those who will believe in me through their message. Whose message? Your message. Who's going to open their mouth? You gotta open your mouth. Yeah. He said he prayed for them. He didn't pray for you just so that you could be all that in a bag of chips. He prayed so that they that would hear you would believe. When they see you living your life, they would believe. That's why it's so important for ministers and the people in the church. God, you know the first thing we do is when if we do something wrong or you get mad. I thought you were a Christian. I am a Christian, but I'm human, but also what I'm saying, on the same token, you know, I can't be living a corrupt life. I can't be going around hurting people, stealing from people, doing more wicked things to people, misleading people, can't happen, shouldn't happen, won't happen to me, except no blood on my hand, that's the mindset you have to keep. And by the way, if we don't know by now the tricks of the enemy, and I'm gonna tell y'all something: mm-hmm. if you think you did, you, you think your life has an uh, issue, I my article on any given day. Well, where are my shoes? All the text messages went through. He said, "Well, he's not a respecter person. God is not. The devil is. And the reason he is, if I can get leaders, I can get agency."
That's the challenge that we're, that we're in. How we, so, you know, so I said, with the ministering at a funeral with a bunch of young people, the, the 25 and below, okay, was very challenging. But I had to meet them where they were at. And I had to let them know that I'm, I'm not judging you. I'm inviting you in. In fact, Miles is speaking to you because he was with you on some of those things. But he knew the Lord. And at the end of the day, he was thankful and grateful because that he had in his life. Many of them had not been exposed to him, nor ever took this, the plunge. And so he invited him, and he said, so he gave me an opportunity to deliver a message that allowed him to speak. The Bible was speaking to him. And I said, so y'all say y'all love him. We'll make a change today. We'll make a change today. And uh, the Lord opened the door to seven people who came in every life. And I thought, why? They heard no judgment. They heard love. They heard compassion. They heard an open door. Okay. Now, some of them have gone on to the repast. Once you heard, cannot deny it. The seed's been planted. You stop judging what they did the next second or even what they're doing. So I'm not telling you to condone it. I'm telling you to keep telling them the truth, but love on them through the process. Jesus never told me to stop doing something. Oh, who will tell the truth in here? He met me at that table. And y'all won't tell the truth, but I will. I'm telling you, so I know the, the glory of God has been transferred to me. I know the covering of God has been transferred to me. I know I now the distinction between the glory of God now and my life. I was sitting at that table. As a young man, hiding out, doing my thing, lighting up, and I was lit up, and you just kept, and you know, trying to get to a place I can never reach again. I spent everything I had trying to get that. I never reached it. Over and over again. To the point that I was embarrassed. You know, I tell people the story. And my mother came to my house and said, I know you're in there. And I, she came to save and help my son. But I had enough. I didn't want to be in my mom's presence. I didn't want her to see me like that. And so, so I'm fulfilling. So the, she knocked and rang the bell. And I, I know, and I, can you keep hope? Okay? But you always forget, I can tell when somebody's at home, and the people, because the shadow comes over the rainbow. It was like, then it goes, when, it, when you're looking through it, it comes up. So, so she knew I was in there. And she, she wrote me a letter. And then I wrote, I read that letter. And to this day, I still had that letter. Just, just some 30, 40 years later. 
know you're in there, and I know what you're doing. She said, and I know you think you ain't hurting nobody. You're just doing your thing. So you think you ain't hurting nobody. She said, but you're hurting everybody that loves you. He's taking everything you got. He's taking all your money. He's taking everything from your life. Oh, y'all say you, he? Lost and turned down. I tell everybody I was uh, I was driving. Uh, I used to have a ladies' car. I was driving a BMW, right? Cherry red. And then that then that was gone because that was no longer important to me because couldn't didn't pay the bill. Then I was driving a BMX, my son's bicycle. Still chasing the ghost. To get to a place I would never ever reach. And then I just shared this with you because somebody told me nothing. And then I met God. At the place, at the most unlikely place, oh, to have a God. And he showed up. And I called on him to save me. Because I thought I was going to die. I thought my chest, my heart was going to jump out my chest. And uh, he met me right there that day. He met me right there. Yep. Don't need no rehab, don't need no nothing else. We'll just walk with God now. That's all that matters. So everything else will change. Everything around you. So what I shared with you is about all this stuff y'all trying to say. He didn't tell me to stop doing it. Some stuff just don't fit no more. He came and met me where I was. Stop judging people. They open your mouth and invite them to the kingdom. Invite them to the church. I'm not telling you to call something something that is not. I'm telling you to show me that love I don't hope never let her. He crushed me. He crushed me. But more than that, he received the love of the Father. He convinced his name to know he wasn't doing it right. That was extraordinary to me. That told me the love of God. And that's why I'm with some baby. focus 
on the Word of God because that is the only truth that exists in our world today. Right now, we are entering into an age of ultimate deception. We have AI, artificial intelligence. I can put you in places you ain't never been there. I can say things about you that I didn't even, that never even been done or said before. It can, it can. So now we're going to have forensic people in place to be able to tell is it real or is it not. But there's one thing that is still true. And there's one thing that still has power. And it is the name of Jesus. It's still got power. It still has power. And so if we'll stand in the truth of the word of God, we can still walk. We can still talk. I want the church to keep in mind there's power. Power in the name of Jesus. We gotta walk with him. We gotta talk with him. We gotta live our lives according to the word of God. What is he saying to you? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. If you're walking God's glory, everybody stand. All over the auditorium. Thank you. 